0: Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state.
1: If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health.
2: Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on.
1: We had some colder air arrive yesterday afternoon. It's with us this morning with temperatures in the 40s, but it will be even colder tomorrow morning. I'll show
2: you our changing weather pattern. And today the community will come together here in Apex to honor and remember the two lives that were lost earlier this month. Just ahead, details on a candlelight vigil.
0: And for the first time since the war in Israel began, three US service members have been killed. What we know about the drone attack in Jordan and President Biden's response.
3: And the lineup is set and we're in for a 49ers Chiefs rematch for the Super Bowl. We have the big plays from last night's AFC and NFC championship games. We also have big changes to our weather. Felt that cooler air coming in yesterday evening. Just quite a change. I was like, ooh, need my coat. I'm Renee Chu. Glad to have you with us on this Monday morning.
0: And I'm Jeff. Oh, yeah, you will need that coat as you step Mm -hmm. outside this morning. Big changes. A lot of difference from over the weekend. Elizabeth Gardner and the WRS Severe Weather Center as we get back to work and school.
1: Yeah, we take a live look at Rocky Mount Mills here. Skies are clearing. We're going to see a pretty day today, but it will feel a lot more like January. We had some warm air roll in over the weekend, at least for part of it. And uh, this weekend, it will feel much more like normal. 44 degrees is our temperature around the triangle, and we're looking at our wind coming out of the northwest now. That's going to bring our temperatures back down closer to normal. 41 in Roxborough currently. It's 47 in Rocky Mount, 40 in Southern Pines and 46 in Clinton. And so these temperatures are actually a little bit uh, above normal, but they're much colder than they were uh, of course yesterday morning. Yesterday was unusually warm right now we're looking at 15 to 25 degrees colder than yesterday, except up near uh, Roxborough and South Hill, where the difference is just four degrees, a little breezy. We're starting to see gusts in Fayetteville now to 21. So as we're seeing this colder air moving in with this transition, it'll be a little breezy from time to time uh, today. Uh, Looking at temperatures climbing into the mid fifties for this afternoon, which is is close to normal, and our best chance of rain comes Wednesday. I'll walk you through that hour by hour coming up, Brian.
4: It's 6:01, and think. Things are improving a little bit on 40 eastbound as you head around the airport. We had a report of an earlier crash on 40 eastbound at Airport Boulevard, blocking that left lane. But everything looks good on the camera, and I'm not seeing any big problems showing up on the sensors right now. Throughout the rest of the triangle, we're also looking fine on Major routes. 64 in Eastern Wake County is all clear. And in Durham, we're looking fine on I-85 in both directions. Also seeing some improvement in Benson. We had a report of a crash a little while ago on 95 southbound near Highway 50, but that appears to have cleared.
3: Brian, thanks. Breaking news. Within the last hour, the northbound lanes of I-95 in Harnett County reopened after an earlier tractor-trailer crash. This is video from the WRL Breaking News Tracker. The crash happened near the Long Branch Road exit in Dunn just before 3 this morning. That caused major backups on I-95, as you can see in this video. Crews worked to clear the scene. Traffic is flowing again. No one was hurt.
0: Today, the Apex community is gathering to honor these two women with a vigil exactly two weeks now after they were murdered. WRO's Laura Levine joins us live from Apex Town Hall this morning as community leaders gather to remember Gabrielle Raymond and Nancy Taylor. Tell us a little bit more about how they'll do that, Laura.
2: Jeff, tonight the town of Apex will light this water tower here behind me purple to symbolize the the symbol of healing, that color of healing. And Mayor Jack Gilbert tells me this is exactly what this event is all about. He says it was the community really encouraging these next steps to support the families. So we will see the courtyard here at town hall filled with many people ready to honor those and remember those lives that were cut short. 69-year-old Nancy Taylor and a 37-year-old Gabrielle Raymond were gunned down in their neighborhood. After this unspeakable tragedy, Apex Town Council held a moment of silence at last week's meeting. Mayor Gilbert tells me tonight's vigil was organized by the police department. The mayor, police chief Jason Armstrong, and a spokesperson from both families will share remarks.
4: I want everyone to understand that this family is really challenged with this moment in time, so we have to surround them with our love and support and that's what we'll continue to do and really illuminate the, the love and also the impact that they had in our community.
2: The suspect, Harry Hardman, actually lived in the same neighborhood uh, where those two women were killed. His first court appearance is Monday, February 5th. And following the remarks tonight at that vigil, the community will come together to light those candles together. It begins at 515. Laura Levine, WRL News. We're live in Apex.
3: This morning, police are searching for a driver they say hit a Go Raleigh bus. This happened last night at the intersection of Oak Road and Carolina Pines Avenue. This is video from the WRL Breaking News Tracker. You can see the damage to the front of that Go Raleigh bus, as well as the windshield. Someone was taken off the bus and put into an ambulance. Raleigh police say that person has minor injuries. The other car involved ended up off the road, and the driver left the scene. Police do not have a clear description of that driver yet.
0: President Biden is vowing to retaliate in the Middle East after three American soldiers were killed in a drone attack. More than 30 troops were hurt in the strike that happened yesterday near the Jordan-Syria border. It's the first time since the war in Gaza started that U.S. troops have died at the hands of enemies in that region. The Biden administration says Iran-backed militants appear to have launched that attack. Some lawmakers are calling for strikes against Iran in retaliation. Some analysts worry that could lead into a global conflict. Iran is denying any role in the attack. The
3: Raleigh Police Chief is meeting with the Glenwood South Business Alliance today for a conversation about reducing crime in downtown. RPD added officers in Glenwood South and the downtown business district back in September. Since then, there has been a drop in crime in Glenwood South compared to that same time period the year before. Police Chief Estella Patterson plans to talk about the climb reduction, the new c- new city noise ordinance, and more at today's private meeting. It is happening from 7 to 9.
0: A man charged with murder and the killing of his cellmate in the Harnett County Detention Center is expected in court this morning. Devontae Hedden is charged with murdering William Searles. Searles was found dead in his cell in December of 2022. An autopsy revealed Searles was physically assaulted and sustained blunt force trauma to the head. Searles was serving a 30-day sentence for violating probation and was to be released just days later.
3: Tonight, a vigil will be held for a Warren County woman who hasn't been seen since November. A candlelight vigil will happen tonight at 5.30 for Dana Lee Muschen. She was last seen November 30th in Warrenton. The vigil is happening at the Warren County Recreation Complex on Highway 158. If you have any information on Dana, call the Warren County Sheriff's Office.
0: Five people are displaced now after a fire in Fayetteville. It happened on Locksley Drive just after 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Fire officials say the fire started in the kitchen. All five people were out of that home when firefighters arrived and they were able to quickly put out the fire. Firefighters say the fire started accidentally and no one was injured.
3: This week, the sounds of military training for Special Forces candidates will wrap up near Fort Liberty. The two week exercise known as Robin Sage will continue through Thursday. It's considered the final exam for Special Forces trainees. If you live nearby in Cumberland County, you may hear gunfire and see flares during the training. A Chatham County woman is facing 10 counts of animal cruelty after 44 dogs were seized from her property. Six of the dogs were found dead. This happened at a home on Oakley Church Road in Bear Creek last week. Deputies say someone called the sheriff's office concerned about the animal's well-being. When deputies got there, they said they heard distressing sounds coming from a large number of dogs. The 38 surviving dogs are receiving care from veterinarians at the Chatham County Sheriff's Office Animal Resource Center. Alicia Culberson is scheduled to appear in court on Wednesday.
0: Matchup is all set for Super Bowl 58. It's a rematch from four years ago. Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers will play in the big game February 11th. The Chiefs got a win over the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC title game 17-10. It's the fourth time in the last five seasons the Chiefs have made it to the Super Bowl and they're the defending champs they are trying to become the first team in almost 20 years to win it back to back coming up in the next half hour and what's trending the chances Taylor Swift has to make it from her international tour stop to the big game the 49ers punched their ticket to the Super Bowl with a come from behind win over the Detroit Lions Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy led the way as the 49ers came back down 24 to seven at halftime. They scored 27 straight points, and they win it 34-31 the final, the eighth time the 49ers have made it to the Super Bowl. Just heartbreak for the fans of the Lions, who were hoping their team could make it to its first ever Super Bowl. Coming up, a teen murder suspect has been caught five days after he escaped. We'll explain how he got away in the first place and and how law enforcement were able to catch him.
5: And Jeff, could the mystery of Amelia Earhart's disappearance be solved? Why, a deep-sea explorer believes he may have done just that and the latest technology that helped him do it. And Elizabeth, it's beginning to feel like January again.
1: It is. Crazy weekend with mm-hmm. some of those warm temperatures, but it did begin to cool down yesterday. We're going to have a little wind to go with that this afternoon. We can see some gusts up to 20 miles per hour. I'll show you what it will feel like coming up.
2: As you get into your car, tune to WRL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3.
1: 612. Temperatures are mainly in the 40s as you're stepping out the door this morning, and it's a little breezy. You can see the uh, the, the whirly gigs moving around there in Wilson. 47 degrees. It's 44 in Durham and 47 in Fayetteville. Of course, we had some clouds late yesterday as we saw some colder air work its way in. But we'll see increasing sunshine as we get through the day today. You don't necessarily need your heaviest winter coat today because temperatures are in the 40s. But tomorrow morning, we're going to be down near freezing. So just keep that handy. Walking the dog this morning, looking at temperatures mainly in the mid-40s as you're heading out the door. And then this afternoon highs will be in the mid fifties. Once the sun sets, we're back into the forties, but some quiet weather ahead for the next few days. Now Wednesday will bring us our best chance for rain and it is likely to be wet in the morning. I'll show you the timeline hour by hour coming up Brian.
4: Elizabeth, it is now 613 as we take a look at traffic. As we mentioned, that earlier crash on 40 eastbound around Airport Boulevard appears to have cleared. We're not seeing any delays showing up on the sensors out there. And throughout the rest of the triangle, it looks like we're in pretty good shape, with no trouble showing up on major routes in Wake County. And as we take a look at those major approaches into Durham right now, we're not picking up any unusual delays. That ride away from Raleigh on 40 westbound from Wade Avenue out to 885, for the moment at least, is delay-free.
3: Brian, thank you. Now to an update. A five day search for an escaped murder suspect is over after U.S. Marshals captured the teen yesterday. 17 year old Shane Pryor broke free last Wednesday while he was being taken to a hospital in Pennsylvania. Authorities say Pryor received help from the outside to help him escape. Police say U.S. Marshals found Pryor. On a bus last night, he was taken into custody. Pryor is a suspect in a 2020 murder. He's been in juvenile detention awaiting trial since he was 14 years old.
0: Wake County deputies are investigating a shooting that left one man seriously injured. This was the scene when the WRL's breaking news tracker arrived at that scene eight o'clock Sunday morning. This happened at a home on Piney Grove, Wilbon Road near Holly Springs. Deputies say they got there and found a man who had been shot. He was rushed to the hospital. No details on who shot him. This is an active investigation.
3: SpaceX has dozens more Starlink satellites in orbit this morning.
5: Two, one, ignition.
3: And liftoff of Falcon 9. Go Starlink. Just before one this morning, a SpaceX Falcon 9 took off from Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. It took 22 Starlink satellites into orbit. This followed another launch just hours before that from Kennedy Space Center in Florida. That launch took 23 satellites into space. The company hopes to eventually have as many as 42,000 Starlink satellites in orbit.
0: New this morning, solving the mystery of Amelia Earhart's disappearance. The famous aviator disappeared without a trace in 1937 trying to fly around the world. W. R. S. Ken Smith is here now with a new discovery that has the deep sea exploration world buzzing, Ken.
5: It sure is, Jeff. Amelia Earhart had a very unique aircraft for its time, a twin engine Lockheed Tini Electra all metal monoplane. Well, back in 1937, she was on a mission to become the first woman to fly around the globe. But two months into that trip, she and her navigator Fred Noonan disappeared without a trace. Fast forward almost 90 years later, Tony Romeo and his company, Deep Sea Vision, believes they have found Earhart's aircraft. The crew painstakingly scoured 6,000 square miles of the Pacific Ocean using advanced sonar technology. Three months and $11 million later, Deep Sea Vision captured what it believes to be an image that resembles the size and shape of Earhart's aircraft resting at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. It's just a-
4: of this somber element to it because obviously two people passed away here um and you know the thought crossed my mind like this is the we're the first ones in whatever 86 years 87 years to see uh to see Amelia aircraft Amelia Amelia Earhart's aircraft um so it was incredible
5: Romeo is a former U.S. Air Force intelligence officer and pilot. Others in the field of deep sea exploration say this location of this find is roughly correct, but clearer images are needed to be sure this is, in fact, Amelia Earhart's airplane. Well, stay tuned. Coming up on today, starting at 7, learn more about this clue and the next steps in unlocking the mystery of Amelia Earhart's final flight. And, Jeff, this has befuddled researchers for decades, spawning hundreds of conspiracy theories.
0: Yeah, it's really fascinating, though, mm-hmm. when they get a closer look and see if there's any, you know, noticeable markings, right. details, numbers on it that will uh, identify it positively. There'll Make be cool. more missions, I'm sure. No doubt. Ken, thanks.
3: Tax season begins today. The IRS will start accepting and processing 2023 federal income tax returns. The deadline for filing, April 15th. People who miss the tax filing deadline will likely face a big penalty unless they ask for an extension. Well, some people might have wanted an extension on our warm weather, but we're back to January-like weather. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center with how our work week's kicking off.
1: It's going to feel very much like January. Temperatures will be near normal, looking at 50s for highs and overnight lows down near freezing for the next several days. Goldsboro is looking quiet this morning. Of course, we had some cloud cover late yesterday as we had a front move through, and now our temperatures are back to normal after seeing a very warm start to the day on Sunday. We take a live look at Apex. Here is Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant, and of course, um, that's our newsroom there in Fayetteville. Here's a look at the big picture. This is the cold front that swept through yesterday around the middle of the day, and then behind it, we have cool air that's been put pushing in another disturbance there. You can see that brown hatched line, so just a little bit of lift in the atmosphere, producing a few isolated showers, mainly up in Virginia, and uh, potentially a few snow flurries into the mountains, but not likely to see anything uh, in the next 24 hours. that would be measurable snowfall for them, but that will change with this next system. This low begins up around the Great Lakes. This is Tuesday tomorrow morning at around 6 AM. You can watch it dropping southward, and while it is dropping from the north, it is still not going to bring cold enough air with it for us to see any snow, but the mountains on the other hand should see some snow with this system. That should refresh the ski slopes after that warm weekend we will likely start with some rain in the morning, and then we'll see the rain tapering off during the afternoon as that low pulls away and a high pressure system builds in for Thursday, Friday and into the weekend, which will keep us dry again. Let's go with our uh, high resolution model. We'll kick that off at about five o'clock Tuesday. We'll start to see increasing clouds by the time we get to early in the morning, say 5 a.m. We're beginning to see some showers creeping in and notice back in the mountains. That looks like it'll be snow. It may be an all day snow for them. Again, I know that will make some people happy in the mountains <laughs> Wednesday morning at 8 AM. We're seeing that rain pushing through. It'll take the longest to get into our northeastern counties, but the commute may be a little messy from the triangle area, westward and southward. We continue to see the showers pushing through into the afternoon and then fizzling out. Most likely by the time we get to the evening commute, even though there's a fairly good uh, amount of coverage in terms of time, the amount of rain that we see out of this looks fairly minimal a tenth to a quarter of an inch is probably all we'll see and we're not looking at thunderstorms or um, any severe weather with that. So it'll be a cool day though with a high of 48. After that our temperature jumps back to 60 on Friday. It looks beautiful and the weekend looks nice too. We'll just see temperatures closer to normal with highs in the 50s and lows back into the 30s even 28 on Sunday morning. So plenty of winter left Brian.
4: Plenty to go yet. It is now 620 as we take a look at traffic. Just check with Raleigh 911 and with the exception of a minor crash in a neighborhood in Zebulon. Everything is clear through Wake County right now. Also looking good in Durham and Chapel Hill. We'll be watching those major routes and those sensor readings here and have another update for you coming up in just a few minutes. I want to give you a heads up about an overnight closure on 40 westbound, part of the 540 project there. They're going to be closing the westbound lanes tonight and tomorrow night, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. between 42 and the Clayton Bypass Interchange. Expect a detour there if you're traveling overnight on 40 westbound.
0: Brian, right, thanks. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers are set for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Ahead in what's trending, Taylor Swift's fans are speculating just how is she going to make it to the big game coming off her concert in Japan the day before? Well, I think
3: she'll find a way mm-hmm. <laughs> to root on Travis. And a Walmart employee from Charlotte is fighting for their life after being shot following an argument with the customer. Still to
0: come, what led to the shooting? And a look right now at NC Education Lottery numbers.
4: This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug & Home.
3: The San Francisco 49ers are facing the Kansas City Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl, and many are wondering if a certain player's girlfriend will be attending.
0: (laughs) Brian Schrader here now with what's trending, Brian. Who could it be? (laughs)
2: Ah. Hmm. Probably have seen the uh,
0: celebratory
4: kiss there between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey from yesterday's game. Uh, But will there be another if the Chiefs pull off a Super Bowl win? Well, the big game is set for February 11th in Las Vegas, and Swift will be performing in Tokyo on the 10th. As you can guess, the super fans have done the Super Bowl math, and indeed there is a possibility if you factor in the uh, international dateline.
3: The <laughs> magic of the, yes, the international dateline. So Tokyo is 17 hours ahead. Let's say she finishes up her concert 11 p.m. Tokyo time. Then she can fly back and still be in Vegas, you know, 7, 8 o'clock, and watch the end of the game. And see what uh-huh. happens. Yes.
0: Renee's done the math on it, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to figure it out. We'll find out, I'm sure. Yeah. She can nap on the plane. Yeah. Uh
4: Your chicken wings and buffalo chicken dip maps in competition this year when it comes to snacks for the Super Bowl. Cheetos announced they will be dropping the new crunchy buffalo flavor. Doritos <laughs> also launched new flavors this month. The new Dinamita chips feature uh, tastes like flaming Hot Queso, Hot Honey Mustard, Smoky Chile Queso,
0: and... Tangy, fiery lime. And you know what the catch is? They're not flat chips like we're used to. They're rolled up. Wow. So, yeah, I know, right? An explosion wow. of flavors,
3: and you don't need dip. You know, it's
0: wow. just a all in the chip. What happened. a time to be alive. Isn't it? <laughs> mm, glad you're with us, Brian. Thanks. North Carolina aquariums are taking a week to refresh so they'll be closed to the public. That's the aquariums at Fort Fisher, Pine Knoll Shores and Roanoke Island and staff say they will use the time to tackle projects, improve animal care, and make sure the aquariums sparkle and shine for residents and visitors. The aquariums will reopen Saturday 9 a.m. Advanced tickets are required to visit.
1: And after a afternoon and evening yesterday. The sun returns today. You can see just a little bit of that here in downtown Raleigh. The colder air is with us all week. I'll show you when temperatures are back down near freezing coming up.
2: And today the community will come together here in Apex to remember the two people killed in their Apex neighborhood earlier this month. Just ahead at 630, the details of this candlelight vigil.
3: And this is a live look at Kansas City where fans are excited about the Chiefs' win as the team heads to the Super Bowl. We'll have the big plays from that game as well as the 49ers' win over the Lions.
5: For the ones
0: who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts